is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. The number one podcast in the world with that name. Uh, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-sparkling Louis Fox. I did glitter up, or as I told my wife, because she'd be ashamed to know I glitter up, I was at the strip club. <laughs> I used to have this where I am a huge sports fan. I thought and... you were going to say I was a huge stripper fan. <laughs> Well, guy, like, you know, uh, I was a huge sports fan and I was a closeted sports fan because, you know, my family's big into sports. And mm-hmm. Now, I didn't up... your dad almost play like pro baseball? Yeah, okay. my dad almost played pro baseball, decided to do religious affairs <laughs> instead. And so my whole life I've been a big fan. I grew up, you know, playing. I grew up following and this, you know, it's what my family did. And so I still today am a huge fan. But most of my friends despise sports. Ah. And uh, and most of the things that I enjoy outside of that are very anti-sports. And so I just never, that was never something I told any of my friends or I never told even my, my girlfriends. Uh-huh. And I remember I once I was on my laptop uh, checking scores. <laughs> And you have porn running in the background. Well, yeah, and then and then my or my girlfriend at the time walks in. She goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "Oh no, I'm just looking at porn." Because <laughs> <laughs> I was so ashamed that like that would be less in her mind. <laughs> like how you're, you have to hide it. You, you have to put your Sports Illustrated inside the Playboy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, there's a comedian used to be based out of Seattle named Tracy Tufts. Was that before? Okay, I don't know who that is. So he moved to LA and ended up working for a porn company. Mm-hmm. And so he came back one Christmas and he gave everyone like his porn producer name was Walt Disney. Oh God! And so he gave everyone like DVDs and he's like, "Here of, of him? No, no, like he produced." Oh, okay, gotcha. Or, or directed, or he's like, here, check me out, banging this guy. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see Tracy. <laughs> Not a bad looking guy, but he's super awkward. <laughs> so we're having our house remodeled, and they they leave for the day, and I'm like, I'm in the office, and I'm like, well, I'm curious what Tracy's up to, so I throw it in, and then the guy le- left a hammer in the office, so he comes around the corner, he's like, I left my hammer, <laughs> like my pants are on. Yeah, you're like, he, he was like, I was gone for two <laughs> minutes. Jeez, yeah. can't like, you give us like a 15 minute window? <laughs> Walt Disney's a close person. <laughs> friend of mine. <laughs> I love how you put it in. Like, I like to see what Tracy's up to. <laughs> yeah, that was your excuse. <laughs> nice. Classy. Yeah. You're like, you have to hide it in the Playboy. Well, speaking of sort of Walt Disney or porn, you and I went to Jeff Bezos's balls. Yes. We saw yeah. the Bezos balls. We went to the Amazon, what they call spheres, the yep. Amazon spheres. Erica took us, you, yep. you, uh, Steve and I. Yes. And so if you don't live in Seattle, these, they're giant clear balls. It's like a giant circular greenhouse. Yeah. And uh, they're probably, I would say, four stories high. Yeah, easy four stories. And there's three of them, and um, they're all interconnected, and they have the largest collection of fauna. (laughs) In the downtown core. (laughs) No, I think in, in like, the North America. Oh, really? Yeah, they have, like, 25,000 species of fauna in this small, these domes. When you're the richest man in the world, you can dome it up. Yeah, and, well, they have a bar in there, they have a restaurant, they have a coffee shop they have donuts they have donuts they have a little 
little meeting room and you can walk around and essentially it's made for Amazon people to work in. That, that, that we learned that. We did learn that. Because <laughs> uh, Matt sees this wheel that moves some shade. Matt starts turning the wheel like a pirate ship captain and a lady comes over and yells at him. Well, it was kinetic art. You turn a wheel and then it makes something happen, right? Yeah. Like this art display moves up and down. The docent or whatever she was comes over. She goes, we're a workplace first and a playground second. <laughs> I walked away with my tail between my legs <laughs> yes. in shame. Uh, so, yeah, it was, what did you think of it? I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was cool. I love when people who have money, like, you know, crazy money, do stuff that's fun. Yeah. You know, it's surrounded by these high rises. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to like, oh, wow, there's like this really interesting architecture right in the middle of these really ugly buildings. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. And you should you should go. Luckily, Erica works at Amazon, so yep. we got a free free in. But I think you can go. I think they do tours. Uh, they might. Um, but then there's also the cool store where you, you just put the app in your pocket and you oh, walk yeah. out with we stuff. Went, we, uh, that was part of the Amazon day. We went to the Go store we first. Had, we had quite the field trip. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a field trip. And we so the ghost store is right next to the Amazon spheres and the ghost store I'm sure you guys have heard news you essentially you download an app which is the Amazon Go app and you just walk in the store you scan your app so that they know who's there mm-hmm. and then you can just walk around the store and grab whatever the hell you want and whatever leaves on your person they charge you for They it. just charge you later. So if you happen to put four or five packages of M&Ms in your coat pocket, <laughs> you'll get charged. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it was just like a regular store. They had wine in the back. They had wine. They had beer. They yeah. had, it was, yeah, it was just like a regular convenience store. Yeah. Like, I would say more of a higher end. Regular convenience store, store with vegan curry. Yeah. <laughs> you get that at your 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm surprised 7-Eleven doesn't have more vegan stuff. Why? Why would they? I mean, it's not like 7-Eleven is a go-to staple or something you go for health conscious <laughs> reasons. That's true. They- you go there because you're either drunk, you're uh, homeless. <laughs> or on crack. Or you're a drunk homeless man. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think the whole Amazon, yeah, they're pushing the envelope. I like that. They're pushing the envelope with some balls. (laughs) (laughs) And you should definitely check it out if you make it to Seattle. It's cool. It's like going to a. Arboretum. Yeah, it's like going to just a cool big ass greenhouse with some cool plants, like some carnivorous plants. Yeah, and you can do that. You can listen in and do some industrial theft while you're there. Yeah, yeah. Steal some some IP. I wonder if that is something that they have to plan against. Oh, I bet they have to. Well, that's why they had to. We had to get visitor passes, and they needed our IDs. They probably check us on some database against Microsoft. Think like people employees. from Microsoft is coming in and just like, but but they didn't monitor how long we were in there. I mean, they we could have been in there all day. They did kind of monitor in that we had to badge out too. They took our badges. So yeah, they, but it's not no. There was no one like saying, "Oh, you only have thirty minutes left in the in this." No, but how many minders were there? Was a person or I would liken them to like a docent at an art gallery. Uh-huh. They were everywhere though. They yeah. were keeping an eye on us. It's true. They were probably had multiple eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I bet our badge has some RFID. They, they know where we're they're, at. Yeah. When they would scan our ID, they're already doing research on us. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. They know what we're up to. Yeah. They knew you were going to turn that wheel before you <laughs> turn that wheel. That's why the la- that lady was there <laughs> so quick. All right. Well, it's pretty cool. And we'll post a picture of us at the actual domes yeah. on, on the site if you want to check it out. Yep. Or in front of some plants in front of the domes and we could be anywhere <laughs> alright you wanna get to the stories let's do it alright
And now for some weird news. This story comes from realitytvworld.com. Wow, that's a news source more reliable than my dog waking me up to go to the bathroom five minutes before the alarm goes off. It, your dog reliably does that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. It knows my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what if you set your alarm five minutes ahead of when it was supposed to go off, would your dog do it five minutes before then? Uh, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So, if you said it, if you normally set it at six and your dog wakes you up at 5.55, if you set your alarm for 5.55 instead, would it then? Five minutes before? Give her, give her a day and she'll dial <laughs> she that in. <laughs> I mean, it blows my mind that, like, she goes to the door, like, waits for my daughter to come home from school, like, a minute before the bus shows up. It's pretty amazing. I know. She's probably on your your daughter's Facebook feed. <laughs> yeah, she's on she's, her Instagram. <laughs> she's following the GPS locator that you put in your daughter's neck. <laughs> it's not in her neck. It's in her hip. <laughs> So this story starts out, Britain's Royal Mail stop mailing empty chip bags. I like this. So it begins, Britain's Royal Mail is asking residents, do they have something other than a Royal Mail? Is yeah, it like the, the peasant <laughs> mail? Britain's peasant mail. <laughs> I know, it's a little sort of grandiose. Britain's Royal Mail is asking residents to stop mailing empty potato chip packets back to the manufacturer as an environmental protest. Royal Mail officials said the campaign backed by activist group 38 Degrees. Which is my favorite British boy band. <laughs> 38 degrees Fahrenheit or, or Celsius. <laughs> they only sing about environmentally conscientious <laughs> subjects. Ain't nothing but a landfill. <laughs> Tell me why. Ain't nothing but broken ozone. <laughs> I think we have the wrong band. Oh. I think we're doing Backstreet Boys. Oh. Ain't nothing but global warming. I want it. Environmentally friendly. <laughs> I like to get my uh, environmental apocalypse news from someone with a spray tan. <laughs> All right. So the activist group 38 Greaves is causing delays for workers at postal facilities because the empty walkers chip bags have to be sorted by hand. Oh, because it can't go it through, can't the get through the machine. Which is crazy that like your boss is like, you know what? We're going to put out a PSA. You're working too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid the people we pay money to do their jobs <laughs> has to actually do it. Have to rely on the robot that's <laughs> taking their job. Jeez. We strongly encourage customers not to post anything into the postal system, which is not properly packaged. Oh. A Royal Mail representative told Sky News. Well, you can in the United States, you can mail anything. So you can mail like a coconut or a watermelon. You just put a label on it. Yeah. Like, I think there's a guy that has a Guinness World Record for mailing coconuts. Yeah. So I don't understand what the problem is here. I, if you're willing to pay like the... So in the United States, there's a non-machinable surcharge. Oh, okay. And if you're willing to pay that, which is like for a letter is like 12 cents, uh -huh. go for it. Yeah. Crisp packets can't go through the machines. They're not normal mail items. Therefore, my hardworking colleagues need to <laughs> manually sort them, which adds to time. <laughs> 
Not me. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> colleagues. Those guys work hard. The, the people that work down in the peasant mail. <laughs> the people under me. Oh, and if you're not uh, from England, a crisp is British for potato chip. Yeah. In the United States, a crisp is a obese gang member. I love how these environmentalists, so they buy the package, so they're supporting the company. <laughs> they're eating the chips and then sending the package back. Yeah, they're basically just adding more environmental waste in between the package and the landfill. Yeah, because people have been mailing their empty chip bags back to walkers in recent weeks to protest the company's packaging, which takes 75 to 80 years to decompose. I know, they're like, you're polluting our planet with this bag. Now I'm going to stick some paper to it, which was perfectly recyclable. <laughs> <laughs> before I put it on the bag, then waste a bunch of gas to get it back to you. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing the British Empire fell. Yeah. The company announced during the summer that it was aiming to make the packaging recyclable by 2025, but protesters say the goal isn't fast enough. I feel like at least they have the goal. I would, think, I would think I would go after companies that don't have that same... <laughs> Same goal, like styrofoam. Yeah, I was amazed when I was uh, down in the south. Everything's in styrofoam. Yeah, still. it still exists, man. Styrofoam is still used. Social media users have posted photos of themselves mailing empty walkers packets back to the company with the hashtag "packet in walkers." You would correct me, like you wrote a hashtag on something that you mailed. That's about as effective as putting out a three alarm fire by drinking a fody and pissing on it. <laughs> Did you say Fody? Fody. Fody. <laughs> a petition circulated. That was the thing. It was like, malt liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Isn't that how the saying goes? Yeah. Drink a 40, you're not, you're under the age of 40. <laughs> uh, a petition circulated by 38 Degrees calling on walkers to move up the timetable of the packaging plans has garnered over 5,000 signatures. I think that's not a lot. No, it's not a lot. It's not too many. It always cracks me up when the news is like, this thing went viral, 72 shares. <laughs> 437 signatures. <laughs> Jared Livesey, an environmentalist who has mailed several empty bags back to walkers, said he plans to continue the protest while still abiding by Royal Mail's request. So he's going to put them in envelopes, adding more waste to the waste. Well, I just don't understand. It's like, Maybe this could be the best thing for walkers, right? Yeah. They're like, we haven't sold this many chips in a hundred years. <laughs> and we get the packaging these back. And we get to recycle the packaging. We can reuse it. That's us. They're like, we're just going to wait till this dies down in 2025. <laughs> That's their plan, right? They're just going to reuse the bags. Yeah. And send back. Smart. But, well, and they're creating customers, right? Yeah. Like they're lifelong customers. Yeah. That's crazy. You're like, you know what? I want to get behind this protest. I'm going to go buy some of their product and mail it back to them. I will continue to return packs to walkers. I'll just use a recycled envelope, he told ITV News. Oh. Yeah, but that's not, you know, the you're right. The amount of gas, the stamp, the ink, you know, yep. it's just it's, it's all waste. Your right? brain power. Yeah. <laughs> My brain power. Yeah. Your time that you could be spending doing other things like, you know. Recycle hanging yourself, <laughs> like eating chips. <laughs> this is a very chip eater thing to do. <laughs> Since I've started eating all these chips, I only have energy to mail one bag back. <laughs> what they should do is just pack it all into a Pringles can, yeah, stuff, and just send that back. Send that, or just get a giant, like a bigger Walker's bag and put everything in. Well, they're just essentially it's stupid because the company is just going to get all these bags and they're just going to either throw them away. Yeah. Or recycle them. Right? Yeah. So it's you're not really doing anything. What you should do is 
build a wall out of the bags around the facility. That's solid. That makes it hard for the facility to get their packaging out. You collect them from your neighborhood, and then you go out there with a big dumpster full and just dump them on their front porch. Exactly. That, like, that sends a message. The fact that they're getting like 200, 400 at a time, yeah. it's just like, that doesn't do much. No. You're not really making a statement there. Yeah. And you know, the, the old lady who's worked at Walker's for 83 years who opens the mail sees the hashtag written on it, and she's like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I bet Walker's is going to come up with other stuff that people can protest just because they're going to try and sell more. They're like, man, we're going to sell. We're huge in the environmentalist community. Number one ship with environmentalists. They should come out with a brand of chip. Environment. Yeah. The green chip, you know, the the condescending chip. The condescending chip. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good one. Hippie chip. Yeah, the hippie chip. Yeah. It's just a potato. Yeah. It hasn't been processed. Tastes yet. like righteous indignation. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like looking down your nose at walkers. <laughs> All right. I like this. Yeah. I tell you, I get behind walkers business plan. And I this odd that this is a reality TV world dot com. That's a this has nothing to do with reality TV at all. Yeah, no, they're really stretching. They're really stretching. <laughs> Unless they're pitching a reality show of UK mail sorters getting angry at these chip bags. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're trying to get a reality show for these <laughs> inside the Royal Mail Room. <laughs> See what they have to deal with every day. Is it going to be machine or is it going to be hand? <laughs> Who knows? They're like, I only sort barbecue chip bags. <laughs> John does the barbecue. <laughs> Lisa does the salt and pepper. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's a pretzel bag in here. <laughs> we gotta hire someone. Dum dum dum. So dumb. Alright, cool. I like it. And now it's time for strange stories from the Times Capsule with Dr. Henry. During the Middle Ages, it was believed that sperm produced from the left testicle produced girls. To ensure having a son, men would have it removed. <laughs> The Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Weird News Story Part 2. This story comes from People.com. That's a news source more reliable than that Nigerian prince that owes me $40 million. (laughs) Still waiting on the check. So this is from People.com, but it's about dogs. What? What's the deal? Is it from (laughs) dogsarepeople2.com? So the story goes, husband tells wife, it's me. Or the dog. Wife chooses dogs. Ends 25-year marriage. That feels to me like 25-year marriage was done years ago. Yeah, uh, maybe when she started getting dogs? (laughs) Could be. (laughs) So the story starts. It's an ultimatum any animal lover can answer. It's me or the dogs. And he must have been an ugly dude. Those were the ugliest dogs ever. Yeah, they're the, uh, in the picture, they're the Target dogs, you know? The, yeah. Uh, you know? Spuds McKenzie dog. Spuds McKenzie. Is Sputnik. No. What is Sputnik? That's a Russian satellite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lo- These dogs look like Russian satellites. <laughs> exactly like it. <laughs> yeah, they have the long snout and like the sort of... Beady eye. Yeah. Uh, it's me or the dogs. That's the choice Liz Haslam's husband, Mike, gave her after 25 years of marriage, reports express.co.uk i wouldn't have let it get to 25 years 
I would have seen the crazy writing on the wall a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, right? Haslam chose her numerous canines and told Mike to leave. I haven't seen or heard from him since. I thought after 25 years, he should know giving up the dogs was not what my intentions were, she told Express.co.uk. And he's going, she should have known after 25 years, having the dogs is not what my intentions were. Yeah, I think pretty simple. She's blaming him for not being in contact with her after 25 years. It's like, you, you told him to get out. Yeah. You told him to leave. <laughs> he called your bluff. <laughs> Yeah. Haslam was born into an animal-obsessed family. Her mother... Hashtag crazy. Yeah. Her mother bred West Highland Terriers, and her father ran an animal food company. But, you know, if this was the United States, which I'm guessing it's not, just based on the names of the places... And their bad teeth in the pictures. (laughs) And that. (laughs) Going English on this one. (laughs) You know, if you were breeding dogs, that's a a solid reason to leave someone. Yeah. You breeding dogs? Not rescuing them? Boo. That's worse than cheating on somebody, I think. Yeah. Breeding dogs in their own house. (laughs) So when the Suffolk, England, nailed it, resident married Mike in 1991, she already had a deep devotion to dogs. All right. She turned this passion into her livelihood seven years ago when she moved with her husband to a house with a half acre of land and opened a pet boarding business. So yeah, this has been in Bruin for seven years. This venture eventually evolved to Beds for Bullies, a bull terrier sanctuary Haslam founded to provide care to rescue bull terriers in need of medical or behavioral help until the dogs can find forever homes. So it went from having a boarding house where the dogs leave to a place where basically they have the dogs forever. Yeah, they're essentially like fostering these bull terriers until they can find a decent home for them. But these dogs are ugly, so who knows? I mean, they could be on these apps forever. (laughs) Is there a dog rescue app? (laughs) No, I'm like, you know, dating app for for dogs. dogs. (laughs) It's like ugly people have a hard time on those things. (laughs) They they kick butt on the dog app. (laughs) This meant lots of dogs at the Haslam house at all times. He'd got to the point where he'd had enough and wanted to slow down, but I wasn't prepared to give it up, so he He decided to go. He got tired of explaining to his accountant, like, yeah, what's your write-off this year? $10,000 on lint brushes? (laughs) On little lint rollers and (laughs) shit bags? Since letting her husband leave 18 months ago, Haslam has not spoken to Mike, even though the former couple has a 22-year-old son. She has expanded the number of dogs she is taking in and has also offered shelter to a homeless man. What? Well, her name of her company is Bed for Bullies. I wonder if this homeless man was a bully also. Yeah, he bullied his way in. If you let me stay at your dog sanctuary, I'll beat you up. I love it. Like, once he moved out, she got new dogs. Like, oh, Mike's all Mike's stuff is gone. I have a lot more room now. <laughs> all the pictures in the family album are dogs. <laughs> she cuts out Mike's face and tapes a dog's picture over him. I don't sit down till 1130 at night. Yeah, there's no room with all the dogs. Yeah, so you can't just go on a holiday, and I can't turn around and say I'm not going to do it anymore. It's my responsibility. I took the dogs in, and I can't just stop, Haslam said. Yeah, you can. You They can go to another rescue. I don't know if you can drop bulk items off at <laughs> rescue. Co- Costco of dog rescue. It's like, I, I, can't, I don't think a zoo can just be like, here, here's all our stuff. Well, didn't like our zoo, like our elephants, when we got rid of them, we're like, hey, Nebraska, here's some elephants. They didn't just drop them off in a field in <laughs> With, like, Nebraska. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, you, you know, they found the... another zoo for them. You can't leave them at the fire station. <laughs> You can't just drop them off at St. Vinnie de Paul at night. <laughs> what what came in the donation bin? Some Keds, uh, 18 Bull Terriers, a couple coats. <laughs> An elephant. 
Unfortunately, she will have to take a break from rescuing dogs for now. The animal rescuer says her landlord has given her an eviction notice and she now has to find a new home for herself and the growing number of rescue dogs she is caring for. Those dogs are going to be out on the street. They are with the homeless man. <laughs> That's why they brought the homeless. She brought the homeless man to get some tips. He's a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you spent $10,000 on a homeless consultant? <laughs> How does that even Lint work? rollers and homeless consulting. That's uh, <laughs> some shady business. I would imagine, you know, she probably has some issues if she has let it get to the point where it's affecting her life. If she's only going to bed at not 1130 at night, yeah. if it consumes her all day, if she's getting kicked out of her home, I mean, these are all problematic things. And that, she's letting a homeless dude move in. Yeah. I just think that there might be something going on mentally. And, and as a hoarder. Yeah. No, I'm wondering... She let a homeless guy in, right? Uh-huh. At what point does he stop being homeless? He's just a guy now once he lives with her, right? Yeah, he's just a, you know, he's a transient guy. Just a dude. He's a traveling dude. <laughs> he's a traveling dude with his knapsack <laughs> and his jug of liquor. He went from homeless to hip something. college kid very quickly. <laughs> he made that flip real quick. It's a fine line. I support the animal rescue. I just do not support the hoarding. How can you give love to that many animals? I imagine she has a big heart, but it'd be pretty difficult to give all those dogs the attention that they probably need yeah that's why that's why you bring in the homeless guy yeah yeah he's a (laughs) let me see your resume oh you've done some dog walking (laughs) you've done some shit picking up you (laughs) you've exploited a dog for tips on the off ramp (laughs) you're in you're in you're in maybe he's leasing the dogs to go out and make some money for the uh dogs for bullies that's how you do it maybe those dogs don't belong to them it's a rent a homeless dog yeah that would be an amazing like uh, she just drives around in a van and like a newspaper route and drops them off i had a buddy who uh, wanted to start a business called wing puppy Uh. so like you know men or women could go and rent a puppy and then take him out to the park and everyone loves puppies and the attention that the puppy gets you break conversation with people so yeah so wing puppy Maybe she's doing that with uh, her bull terriers and homeless people. That solid plan. Cash cash terrier. <laughs> dollar dogs. <laughs> the dollar dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a hot dog stand, though. <laughs> Tip terriers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. I'm glad she's given these things a home, but it's ruined her marriage. It's ruined her living situation. Yep. I mean, this it's is... ruined this homeless guy. He's no longer homeless. Yeah, he's back out on the streets, this guy. <laughs> it's his identity. Poor guy. He'll be telling the other homeless guys, like, I had a taste of it. 83 dogs. <laughs> it would have been sucked, like, you know, at first he like was with a cat lady. <laughs> he's like, no more cats. I'm done with the cat lady. Now he lives with the parrot lady. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to the parrot lady next. I hate that person, the parrot person. <laughs> All right. I hope the, these dogs turn out okay, and I hope this woman turns out okay and maybe seeks out some help for her issues. Yes, yes. And I hope the dogs find a good home. And if she could cut those dreadlocks, too. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Pretty rough. <laughs> Pretty rough. Nothing says I'm sane like rainbow dreadlocks. Yeah. Nothing says I'm soon to be homeless like rainbow dreadlocks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, folks, for more information, pictures of us at Bezos's balls. <laughs> at the base. <laughs> <laughs> at the base of his balls. And uh, links to the news stories that we talked about today go, of course, to the website. 
oddandoffbeat.com. We're also on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit us up there at Odd and Offbeat. Also, if you're new to the program, we have a weekly photo meme contest, which is a lot of fun. It's pretty awesome. I, I love it when you text me and you're like, which one's the best? And then I'm busy and you're like, well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you don't you don't respond <laughs> because usually I forget that we usually I forget. So we posted on Thursday is the picture, and then people leave captions, and then on Sunday we announce the winner and we yep. make the actual meme from the best. One time, I was so proud of myself that I sent you my pics on Sunday before you asked for 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 my votes. Well, usually I wake up Sunday, I usually do something, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot, I gotta gotta <laughs> announce the winner of the photo meme contest. And then I'll reach out to you, and then it'll be four hours before I get back to you. Well, and that's the problem, right? Is when <laughs> like when it's on your mind and you need help from somebody else, but it's like you want to do it now. Yeah, and then they're not readily available to help you. You're like, come on, I'm I'm ready to do this now. This is about me. Yeah, it's you always me. get that text where I'm like at a show or I'm building something or I'm... I think that you should set my Sunday text to Amber Alert status. Okay, on your phone, I'll set it to that presidential Trump alert yeah, that got sent out a while ago. It yeah, that. So you have to respond even if it's. I in. disabled uh, all the Amber Alerts on my phone. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that till like yesterday. Oh, it's the best. Well, I'm I'm for Amber Alerts and all that. Um, but one time I got the alert on my phone, and then I saw happened to be watching the news, and they found the kid. And for the next three hours, I kept getting Amber Alerts. Oh, brutal! And I was like, "You guys abused my phone." Goodbye. Well, I used to date a girl named Amber, ah. and uh, and so I would call her text messages Amber alerts. Oh, that's solid. Yeah. Until until she got kidnapped that one time. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> then it was very confusing. <laughs> I was like, is this coming from the government? Is this coming from Amber herself? Yeah. <laughs> why why is she in a Mazda with Idaho plates? Uh, and then I also turned her notifications off. <laughs> After some time. So uh, do check that out. We post that on the Facebook. We post it on Instagram. And we also post it on our website. And usually it's a silly photo. You leave a cool caption. And then we make it. And you can actually go through all the past caption contest winners on our website and Instagram if you want to go through all the silly other posts that exist. Yeah. And then um, it, you'd be sure to like us, share us. We're on Google Play, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Yeah. Let your friends know that we, we're here. We got our first two-star rating on iTunes. Oh, did we? Yeah. Well, yeah. That was nice. They didn't leave a comment. They just rated us two stars. Oh, maybe I'm number one and you're number one. Yeah, maybe. So that was nice. Thanks for doing that, guys. Yeah. Yeah, if you can, subscribe, comment. Uh, be honest. We, You know, if two stars, you think that's it, then then do it. We don't want to mislead people if you don't think it's it's awesome. But if you do think it's awesome, also, you know, leave us a good review. And that does help us jump up the weird and unusual news story rankings yes um if you have your own weird news story or a weird story in your life that you'd like to share or even maybe come on the program and share it with uh, the rest of our listeners send it to us at info at odd and offbeat.com all right where can the people catch the matt baker show this week i'm going to be on liberty of the seas i fly to jamaica nice holler, and i'll be on uh, performing on the liberty royal caribbean's liberty of the seas until the 20th and I get off in Galveston, which I might move to. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I'm going to check out some property there. Uh, I'm going I'm going to make some appointments to maybe check out a building. Oh, nice. That I might buy. Nice. Uh, they have the Oddity 
Museum in and maybe you'll live upstairs art studio. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Where can the fine people see the Louis Fox show? Um, this week I'll be in Reno attending a conference for the fair industry. So I'll just be kicking it in Reno. If you want to get some tattoos with me or uh, make some bad decisions, hit me up. Yeah. Maybe I'll come to that. Man, yeah, it's it's Reno. Maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll slide on down. It's been a long time since I've been to Reno. Yeah, Reno's the uh, my favorite town named Reno. <laughs> What's the slogan of Reno? It's like the, the biggest little city. Biggest little city. Yeah, Reno doesn't disappoint. Like you know what you're getting with Reno. What I like about Re- Reno is that it's like it's so it's small. It's small. It's pretty spread out too, though. Yeah. But Reno's like the, it's the 7-Eleven hot dog of food. You know what you're getting with Reno. Yeah. You're like, it's going to be dirty. It's going to be gross. And you're there because you're intoxicated. Yeah. You, you only went there because. Yeah. You didn't go there to for glitz and glamour. You don't yeah. go there for steak. You go there for the the uh, nitrites in the uh, in the wiener. You go, th- you go there for the $9 hotel hooker buffet package. Yeah, $9 yeah. plus the, uh, si- the city tourism <laughs> fee of the $27. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, folks. Uh, subscribe, comment, rate us, and hope we you have a weird week. We are out. Bye-bye. Gracias por escuchar el podcast de Odd Enough Beat. Today's show is sponsored by the Association for... Renaissance Martial Arts. Because nothing is funnier than guys in armor doing karate.